What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Casual Big Ten Podcast. It is late Friday night. My voice is sore. I really wanted to record something before the Nebraska and Purdue game, but I didn't. I watched that whole game instead and then decided to still record a preview episode before tomorrow's games. There's so much going on. Week 13, both sides of the conference, both divisions in the East and the West. We're going to talk about it all. I'll give you guys some no doubt about it, winning bets that are going to take place tomorrow, Saturday afternoon, and uh, we'll just talk about everything that's going on. I'm really excited. I mean, this is the best time of year, right? The best time of year. We got college basketball just in full swing, and we have still, still in the Big Ten, undecided Big Ten East and Big Ten West champions. So let's get right into it. First, I want to talk about just a little bit of a recap the Iowa and Nebraska game, and what a game that was. Nobody saw this coming. Nebraska comes out. Casey Thompson, I've been talking about him all year. I've always liked him. I've always liked him, and today he really showed up. Like the last game of the year where they had nothing to play for, really. I mean, they're not going to be bowl eligible. This was like, they're just done. But you're on Friday night. You're standalone in the Big Ten. Right around Thanksgiving time, it's like, let's just show out anyways. And Casey Thompson did just that. He had 278 yards, three touchdown passes. He was targeting Trey Palmer like crazy. He had nine receptions, two touchdowns, 165 yards. And Nebraska jumps out to a huge lead. There, I say a huge lead because for Iowa, this is an almost insurmountable lead. It was 17-0 at halftime. That's when I bet... On Iowa, plus 13 and a half, I end up winning that bet, but Iowa does not come back, even though they look like for a minute they were going to. They get, they, uh, what, what was I going to say here? In the third quarter, yes. They uh, both score touchdowns in the third quarter. That's what I was going to say. My brain's going to start working here shortly. Then Iowa scores again in the fourth, immediately get a fumble recovery. Looks like they're about to go in and score another touchdown and make this a really serious game. That would have put them within three. Instead, they get the field goal, and that's as close as they got. They got within seven, and it never got any closer than that. I guess the touchdown would have put them within four, right? I'm not really sure. Let's see. I'm not going to do the math. It doesn't matter. Nebraska hangs on. They, they being Iowa, had a chance at the very end. They actually stopped Nebraska with about a minute to go, I was really surprised that Nebraska didn't go for it on fourth down. They were in their own territory still. They were on about the 40-yard line. But like I just said, they didn't really have much to play for. It's fourth down and one. The rumor is that Matt Rule is going to be hired within the next couple of days. So I don't know why Mickey Joseph is like playing it close to the vest here. There's no reason to not go for it. But they ended up punting, and it was the right decision. Um, they punted away to Iowa and Iowa, I think picked up one first down, but then they ended up throwing an interception with under a minute to go and it sealed it for Nebraska. Freaking great win for Nebraska. I mean, for the season that they've had, that is a fantastic win for them. They had a trophy. I'm not sure what it's called. I'm sorry. I'm a casual. Um, but they got a trophy for it and really kind of spoiled Iowa's season. If, what we think is going to happen tomorrow actually happens. Um, so it totally opens up the Big Ten West again because had Iowa won that game, they were going to Indy and they were going to represent the West in the Big Ten champion. <clears throat> excuse me, in the Big Ten Championship. Of course, they don't. So 
That means that Purdue is now in the driver's seat. They have to beat Indiana on the road in Bloomington tomorrow. And Purdue, if they win that game, they will be representing the West. And Indiana, I, I mean, I I like Purdue. I mean, I've been I've been talking about how much I like Purdue. Not not the whole season, but Purdue's been fine this year. They're they're not the most exciting team to watch. I mean, they're they're just not. I mean, I I think a Purdue fan would even admit that. But they've been good enough. They got good running backs. They make stops when they need to. They have Aiden O'Connell, who's been playing pretty good. And you would think going into this 3.30 kickoff tomorrow that Purdue is just going to absolutely, especially with what they have on the line, a chance to go to Indianapolis. I don't think they've been since that since we've split up the division. I should look that up right now. I'm going to do that while I keep talking. Big Ten championships. I don't think they've been by year. Let's see if they've ever been. Here's the list right here. I don't think Purdue has been since we split it up here. Oh, God, I got to scroll for an hour here. Are they going to tell us who they played against? They're for sure not. <laughs> God darn it. Oh, well, uh, here it is. Big Ten championship game. Here's the history. Okay. Here's the teams. All right. Here, it started in 2011. Purdue's never been. Purdue has never been. Even back when, for the three years that we had the legends and leaders, Wisconsin went, Ohio State went, Nebraska's even been. Iowa's been there. Northwestern was there in 2018. People, I, I mean, people forget about that. I'm going to say people forget about that. I forgot about that. Northwestern went again in 2020. What? Was that the COVID year? I don't know if that counts. Um, but Purdue has never been. So for this game, Purdue has so much on the line, and they're playing Indiana. They have to win this game. They should win this game, and in my opinion, they're going to win this game. But Iowa was in the same boat tonight. They were playing Nebraska. I almost said their name wrong. They were playing Nebraska. They had a chance to go represent the West. Now, not as big of a deal for them because they've been before, but still a big deal with the season they've had. They had a chance to say, screw you guys. Everyone that's talking crap about us all year, we're still going to the Big Ten Championship, and they nerfed it. They totally nerfed it. So to say that Indiana can't win tomorrow is crazy. They totally can win this game and ruin Purdue's season just like Nebraska did. And if that happens, let's move on to the next game. If that happens, at the same time, Illinois is playing the worst team in the Big Ten in Evanston, Illinois, Northwestern. And there's no shot. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say there's a better chance that Purdue's gonna lose. For sure, there's a better chance that Purdue's gonna lose than Illinois losing to Northwestern. There's absolutely no shot. Northwestern has never won in the United States this year. They are the worst team in the Big Ten. Illinois still semi has something to play for. I don't know if they're going to have the scoreboard on at the stadium in Northwestern, but if they do and they see that Purdue's starting to kind of lose it or if it's a close game, I expect Illinois to absolutely put it on Northwestern and win that game. That's what I'm expecting to happen. However, all that being said, I do think Purdue wins the game tomorrow. They have they have so much to play for, and they have – I'm going to say they have, because they don't have guys that have been there. Like I just said, they've never been there before. But they, 
I've watched them enough this year where you can say they got guys that want to be there. Like Aiden O'Connell looks like that guy that really wants to be there. I think that he's already asleep right now. It's 8.30 on the, in the central time zone. He's probably already asleep, getting a good night's rest, and he's going to wake up with evil on his mind. Like he's, he, I think he's going to go off tomorrow. I think Purdue wins. I think that Purdue is going to represent the West. And unfortunately for Illinois, who had control of the West the entire season, it felt like, they're going to be the ones on the outside looking in. And that's tough for them. But, you know, they had to win some games down the stretch, and they didn't. They didn't. They couldn't beat Michigan State. You got to be maybe if you want to represent your division, you got to beat Michigan State. You just have to, and that's the reason they're not going. Really, I mean, that's the game. If you look back at their schedule, that's the one where you're like, really, you lost that one. I don't know, man. And they lost to Indiana, didn't they? Am I going nuts right now? Let me double check that. That was week two. Didn't they lose to Indiana? Yeah. Yeah, they got cheated, if I'm remembering correctly. But anyways, the point is, you got to beat teams like Indiana and Michigan State if you want to represent your division. And Purdue won a couple more of those games than Illinois did. Well, really, they didn't. They're going to end up having the tiebreaker. But I think that Purdue is going to win tomorrow, and I think Illinois is going to be a little, a little sad tomorrow. That's how I think it's going to play out. However, I do have to say this. If... So many ifs in the West. If Indiana beats Purdue and Northwestern finds their second win of the season, Iowa fans, you are not done yet. You have to play. In the, I feel like I have to say you have to play. Iowa, you're forced to play in the Big Ten Championship. You back your way in if Indiana and Northwestern can pull up some upsets tomorrow, which is not, again, it's not completely out of the realm of possibility. I think that Illinois for sure is going to win, but it's not out of the realm of possibility. So that's what's going on in the West right now. Let's switch gears real quick. A lot of chaos over there. Here's something that has absolutely zero chaos. Number three, Michigan traveling to Columbus, Ohio to play number two, Ohio state. If there was ever a game that you're circling We've been talking about games to get excited about all year. This is, not only is it metaphorically the game, this is literally in the Big Ten this year, this is the game. 11-0 Michigan, 11-0 Ohio State, Blake Corum, C.J. Stroud, Heisman candidates. Is, is I don't even know if Blake Corum's playing, actually. So we'll see if he's back. We'll see what C.J. Stroud can do against the Michigan defense. We'll see if that Ohio State defense actually improved. You remember last year, Michigan ran the ball all over Ohio State. And I have a feeling Jim Harbaugh is this hard-headed that he's going to try to do the same damn thing this year. I promise you. You watch the first couple drives tomorrow morning for me because it's still 11 a.m. But if you're... If you're getting lunch at noon and you're cracking a few beers and you're watching this, Jim Harbaugh is going to try to run that ball, baby. That's what he's going to try to do because it worked last year. And he's going to say, I think it's going to work again. And he's going to try to do it again. Now, the game plan might have to change in the second half if that's not working. But uh, I think that that's how they're going to start it. I think that Ohio State 
is going to go back to doing what they do. They're going to drop back, and they're going to throw the ball around. They're going to see if the Michigan DBs are as good as they think they are, or if Michigan can actually get pressure on him, which I don't think they can. I don't think the defensive line that Michigan has is as good as they had last year. They had two first-round draft picks. I think Ojabo was a first-round pick. Aiden Hutchinson definitely was. But they had two basically first-round draft picks last year on that front line of the defense, and they do not have that this year. I don't th- I don't think. Am I crazy? Have I not watched them enough to know if they have two first-round draft picks? I don't think they do. So I don't think they're putting as much pressure on Stroud this year. I think that Ohio State is pissed off. I think they're angry about listening to what happened last year for an entire year, 42 to 27, all year long. People saying that Ryan Day was born on third base, and by people I mean Jim Harbaugh. I think that they're going to be angry tomorrow. They're going to come out with a head of steam, and I really think that in the first half, you're going to see Ohio State try to put it on Michigan quickly, and I think that they can. I think they'll take a lead in the first half. I do, however, believe that Michigan has enough on their coaching staff. I'm not talking about just Jim Harbaugh at this point. Enough smart guys on their coaching staff that they can figure out some adjustments at halftime. They've been a way better second-half team this year. Go back and look at the box scores, the Rutgers game, the Indiana game, the Iowa game. They always put it on people in the second half after they've made adjustments. So are they going to be able to do it enough to come back? Because I think they'll be losing at halftime. This is my prediction. I think Michigan will be losing at halftime. And I think that they'll start to come back in the second half, but I don't know if they're going to have enough time to make a full comeback. I do think Ohio State's going to win this game, but I think it's going to be inside the number, and that number is eight. I think Michigan will keep it close, but Ohio State's just got too many weapons. They got too many guys to guard, and their defense is so good. I think that Michigan's going to struggle to get a win in this game. I think you'll see Ohio State in the Big Ten Championship, and uh, Michigan on the outside possibly looking in from the inside at the playoff picture because depending on what happens in the rest of the country, we're talking about if, ands, and buts in the Big Ten West, Michigan can still go to the playoff easily. Easily could go to the playoff. USC still has two times. I'm not going to talk about all the other conferences. I don't have time for that. But if Michigan keeps it close against Ohio State, do not be surprised if they stay at number three or drop to number four and still make it into the playoffs, maybe have a rematch with Georgia um, in that semifinal game. I think that's a real possibility. All right, those were the big games and the ones that I'm really excited about. Obviously, so much on the line tomorrow at noon with the game, so much on the line at 3.30 with the West, and then the rest of the game's not a ton on the line. You have Penn State and Michigan State. Man, sorry, I need to take a drink of definitely water I've been drinking tonight, by the way. Excuse me. Michigan State traveling to Penn State. They don't stand a chance, I don't think. Penn State's playing way better than them. Michigan State's got so much that they're dealing with. Guys are getting charged with crimes of what happened at Michigan Stadium. They got so much outside stuff going on right now. They have to win this game to be bowl eligible, and they're not going to do it. Penn State's favored by 19. I think they could probably cover that number. I'm not going to bet that, but I do think that Penn State's going to win. I think that they're much better at way more positions. They have Katron Allen. They're better at running back. 
They have Sean Clifford. They're better at quarterback. Their defense is better. Their wide receivers are better. Maybe. I mean, Keon Coleman's very good for Michigan State. But as a core, I think that Penn State has better wide receivers. They definitely have a better tight end. Um, I think that Penn State rolls in this game. They probably win by about that number. I would say three touchdowns, maybe a little bit less. I like, I mean, if I was setting the odds for this game, 19 is like a perfect number. It's hard to bet that one. But I think that Penn State's going to win going away in that one. You have Wisconsin at home against Minnesota. Not much going on in this one. Wisconsin did have a chance in the West. They no longer do. Minnesota did have a chance in the West. They no longer do. I mean, I guess they're going to be tied, but they don't hold the tiebreaker over anybody, basically, that's ahead of them. Um, I like Minnesota in this game. Wisconsin's been so up and down. I think we're going to get a down game from them right here. They're already bowl eligible. And this is just a tough – this could be a tough watch. I don't even know if I'll watch it. I'm going to be real honest. I'm probably not going to watch this one. When you have Illinois and Northwestern playing and Purdue and – who did I say? Indiana. I talked about it for 10 minutes. It's going to be hard to turn on a third TV to watch Minnesota and Wisconsin. It just is. I think it'll be low scoring, and I think that it's going to be boring. I'll be honest. Low scoring and boring. I'm not watching. Probably nothing on the line for this game. Um, so good luck to both Minnesota and Wisconsin fans. There's not ton, they're not a ton to talk about right there, guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's basketball season for you guys. Wisconsin basketball looking freaking great. That's the second time I said freaking today. You guys are looking great. So just start watching the basketball games if you're a Wisconsin fan. If you're a Minnesota fan, hopefully your basketball team starts playing well too. And then the last game, I'm definitely not talking about this one. Uh, Rutgers and Maryland. Maryland's going to win. All right. Uh, did I cover everything? I think I did. I think I did. What an exciting day tomorrow. Three really giant games. Three really giant games. And then even the Penn State-Michigan State game, it's going to be a visually pleasing game. So I'm going to be excited to watch that one too. I hope Michigan State keeps it close just to keep just to pique my interest, but I just don't think they they got enough. Don't think they got enough. Here's my bets though for the weekend. I'm sorry I didn't get a bet in for the Friday night game. I really wanted to record earlier. You guys can hear my poor voice. It doesn't sound great. But uh we got uh I'm going to take Michigan State and Penn State over 53. That's a huge over under. I'm just going to hope for a ton of points in that game. I think Penn State's going to score a bunch. We'll see if Michigan State's offense can help them out. I'm going to take Indiana plus 10.5. Now, I'm not saying that Indiana's going to win the game because I do think Purdue will win the game. But I think it's going to be fun to watch tomorrow afternoon. Indiana keeping it close and possibly Northwestern keeping it close just to see who's really going to win the West. So that's why I, I'm almost take, I It's not almost. This is why I'm doing it. I'm hoping Indiana keeps it close. I don't want Purdue to blow Indiana out and then it's already over. I want it to be fun. It's been fun the whole year for the Big Ten West. I want it to stay fun for as long as possible. All the way up until the bitter end, I want it to be fun. I don't want to know who's going until the very, very end. Uh, I'm taking Minnesota plus three against Wisconsin. I think they're going to win outright. And then Illinois Northwestern. The over-under is 38. I've been getting burned on these low over-unders, so I'm going to go under on the 38. And then I'm taking Michigan State, or I'm sorry, Michigan plus eight against Ohio State. I think that game's going to be close. Like I said, I think Ohio State is is going to look really good in the first half, and then I think that the game's going to close. The gap's going to close a little bit. Ohio State's probably still going to win, but I like eight. That's a 
that's not a huge number, but it's a big enough number that I think Michigan could keep it inside of that. And then uh, I'm going to take Maryland uh, minus 14 against Rutgers. They have nothing. Um, lastly, my shout outs. I was pretty lazy with these tonight. I'm not going to lie. These were people that hit me up literally tonight as I was tweeting about the Nebraska and Iowa game. I'm going to shout out my boy, North Coast Ninja. Uh, he was talking to me about how Nebraska won a one-score game. <laughs> Shocked that that happened. I think we all are because it looked like they were going to blow it at the end, especially when they punted. I was like, I, I actually texted someone when they punted, a Nebraska fan, one of my good friends who's a Nebraska fan. I said, why are y'all punting? I didn't understand that because it looked like they were trying to give the game back to Iowa. They basically did. They were like, hey, go go figure out a way to win this. Here's the ball. Um, but thank you, North Coast Ninja, for following along and hitting me up on Twitter. I appreciate it. That was a fun conversation or interaction, whatever you want to call it, on Twitter tonight. Love the interactions on Twitter. Um, and then the next two people, they both corrected me when I mistakenly said that it was 17 to 10 and it was actually 17 to zero. So a public apology to these two guys that said you're an idiot for not knowing the actual correction. They didn't really say that. They just, they just actually were telling, I actually appreciate them for telling me because I didn't even know I typed it wrong. I'm sitting there watching the whole game. I knew what the score was. I just typed it wrong. Um, but party Purdue, Hardy Purdue, he wanted to make sure I had that score right. He was like, hey, whoa, 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 they don't have 10. Watch yourself. Nebraska's winning this game right now, and we're going to win tomorrow. That's what he was thinking. Like, don't don't try to give them extra points right now. Don't do that. And then this guy, uh, he was a Michigan fan, but he he wanted to correct me too, as they as they do, I feel like. Uh, ha-ha, F-U-C-V-K. Ha-ha, F-U-C-V-K on Twitter also corrected me on the score. I appreciate it though, but we had a good interaction too. I think we were, I think he was the one I was doing the gifts back and forth to, or maybe that was a party Purdue. I can't remember anymore. Guys had a couple of vodkas tonight, man. This was just a great, this, I got this, this got me hyped tonight. This got me hype. I should put, I should pull this up at the end. Is anyone still listening? Probably not. I should pull up the basketball scores. Because I got so excited about the Purdue and Wisconsin. <laughs> Purdue and Wisconsin. All right, let's take another drink. Um, the uh, Purdue and Nebraska game, I stopped even like kind of watching the uh, basketball stuff, which I should never do. I should always be on that basketball stuff. Let's click on the Big Ten stuff. Who's winning tonight? Oh, Gonzaga's playing. Holy shit. Excuse my language. Um, Gonzaga's playing Purdue tonight. Man, Purdue, this could be a huge weekend for Purdue fans. If y'all beat Gonzaga tonight, oh my God, dude, they're going to go crazy. All right, this is not the basketball podcast. I'm going to end this. Appreciate everybody that's been listening. Sorry I went a little bit long. It's been really fun. Uh, been a fun weekend. Hope you all had a good Thanksgiving. You can tell by my voice I did. And uh, go Big Ten, man. Enjoy the games tomorrow. It's going to be great. Hit me up on Twitter. It's Casual Big Ten. And uh, talk with me tomorrow. I'm going to be watching these games. Tell me what you're thinking interact with me if you want to i don't if you don't want to then don't that's cool too just listen to the pod or do whatever you want don't listen this could be your last episode whatever you want to do but i appreciate you listening to this one and uh i'll be back on monday for sure monday with a recap episode no matter what my voice sounds like and talking about looking forward to the uh, big 10 championship in football 
And some more basketball stuff coming soon, too. I've been just a little busy. It's coming out, though. But you guys be patient. We'll see you all next time, though.